Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie Fizz. One more weekend to go. One more weekend of drafting and then it all starts and uh, and it's happy days. Thank God. Thank God it's coming to an end. The the, uh, the regular season content is about to start. I will say when we move to the regular season, if you're a new listener, first of all, uh, stop listening. Uh, if you don't <laughs> want to follow those instructions like all you people who ask salary cap questions, we do move to a Monday release. Okay. So it'll, once the Ooh. season starts, we move to the Monday release so you can get that waiver information and, uh, use that. So Cam, how are you? Mr. Influential. Good. Oh, so, so good. But I mean, how are you? You, you just finished your draft yesterday, mate. Do you feel confident coming out of it? Uh, not really, but, uh, I sort of, I was pretty happy with it. I stuck to my plan. It was, uh, I kind of got stuck in forward purgatory, but I think I, uh, you know, I bulked up the midfield. I got a good ruck and, and it, I hope that the guys who I drafted, <laughs> um, are adequate. How was your day? You actually saw- turned up for your draft. Yeah. Oh man. The last four picks I passed out for. And so people would just come and prod me and I'd sort of slowly wake up pick someone and pass out again. And there's a a photo of me doing the rounds with, I'm, I'm clearly trying to hold my phone, but it's fallen out of my hand. And I just <laughs> so that's, that's kind of, kind of where it ended up. Hectic. Hectic. Yeah. So you were under the influence. I was under the influence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Mm. And Stato, he's back. I am. Uh, I've actually been home crook for about four days, um, so I'm just in the recovery phase. So uh, uh, one good thing that come out of it, other than um, uh, obviously going through that period where I just hated life, was I got the ability to watch the practice games, which I thought I was going to be too busy to do. So uh, one little benefit of being crook. No good, no good. Um yeah, you do work pretty hard though, so it's it's often a bit of a struggle to get you on. So two weeks in a row, Oof. unbelievable. Because you, you, you tend to give a lot of promotion to Pod Pod on the on the socials. I just I feel like you know we're the we're the ex girlfriend almost. Like at this, point. it's like it's hey, like hey, hold on, I I went pretty big. You're in an open you're on, in an open marriage or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went pretty big with the on-brand statement of uh, Flanders getting a pre-season tongue force. Oh, now he's now you're on board. You finally jumped on the bandwagon <laughs> after all these years. Hey, mate, I will say we need to go back. We need to go back. So this is a uh, Jordan Dawson and Doss claim here because uh, if we go back about two years ago, I was all over Flanders. For the for the keepers, so um, have a good listen, Mister Dawson, lover. Yeah, but I ruined his value this year. <laughs> you have you've destroyed him. <laughs> he was my sleeper. It was it Did was a you? long, long play. This is two two and a half years to get. Yeah, and then it's gone. Whoosh. Yep. It disappeared. Anyway, anyway that's that's all right. Um, we move can't, on. Can't complain if oh. you pick someone that starts scoring. 
Yeah, that's well. It's all gone next week when Took comes back. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, that's he, right. Now, now is the if you've drafted him, now is the time. He, actually, he actually got <laughs> uh, bugger all CBAs. He only got seven out of the thirty odd that was there. Where did he play? No, he played half was forward. It? Played a high half forward role. That's half yeah. forward again. So okay. Happy days. Anyway, uh, the draft kit's still available if you're still drafting. Thanks for everyone for the support. The ranks have had their final update. So anything that sort of happened since then, like Golden going ham, uh, Dion Prestia's death, uh, Lipinski's shoulder injury. We'll talk about that a little bit. That is not reflected in the ranks, uh, to the best of my knowledge. No, no, it's not. Uh, so you'll have to make those little adjustments on the fly. If you want Golden bumped up, that's on you. Um, and honestly, the ranks are just a guide anyway, so you do what the hell you want with them. Uh, and the mock sim is still still there. So if you go to thedraftdoctors.com.au, uh, there's links to both those things there. So you can practice your draft if you know you're in slot five. Take Doherty, see what it looks like on the comeback. If it looks no good, take a midfielder. Anyway, we're going to talk about the actual practice matches now. Talking about actual Ooh. football. And it wow. all started with... Well, there was a couple of matches at once, Hawthorne and Collingwood. Stato, you, you were just talking about before you uh, you hate Tom Mitchell now. You hate Tom Mitchell. Well, he's dropped down to number 16 in the rankings for me. Um, it, it's it's probably no surprise to everyone. Um, and I've been one of the, the lovers, to be fair. So, you know, in all the models I was looking at nice and early, uh, up to and including um, mid-February, um, I was very bullish. But the reality is he's probably going to be a 90s guy, um, which is probably a little bit sad. But the reality is he's not going to get 100% or 80% CBAs. He's probably going to get anywhere between 50 and 60s, and then he's going to have a bit of time half forward. But the key thing is... He won't have that ability to spread. He'll be inside or nothing. Yeah, there were some pretty decent scores on the Collingwood side. You had Taylor Adams score pretty well. He did kick two goals though, so can't can't yeah. bank on that. But yeah, I mean, like Jordan Ngoi was impressive. Yep, yeah, pretty good score. So interesting times down at Collingwood, and probably the thing, think- big thing was Lipinski. Uh, Dislocating his shoulder. I, I just had. I just took him off my board for the draft. Just took him straight off. Mm. Yeah, it's always a risk, isn't it? Um, the the other thing that happened is um, the Cox Cameron situation um, uh, continued as it did at the end of last season. So that's very much a shared role. Um, so drop down Darcy Cameron from your your forwards ranking, um, and the Hawks are just full on rotations. So there's going to be continual mm. um, caps on ceilings of these players at the moment, but there's going to be quite a few that are actually um, fieldable. One that I've sort of pushed up the ranking board um, is McDonald. Um, yeah, yeah, I was going to it, talk about McDonald to, for sure. To me, and, and this is this is real. He looks like he's going to be their best midfielder. But he actually doesn't spend a lot of time in that midfield currently. He is the classiest one they've got. He looks real special. Yeah, cool. And it, 
I, I think it was one that we all probably overlooked a little bit in ranking season. Like we, for, for me, I, I didn't have him. I don't think inside my top thirty mid uh, forwards. Yep. And he, he realistically he's probably there now. Like I, I would suggest he's, you know, somewhere in the twenties. And he pumped out eighty on the weekend. I think it was pretty low time on ground as well. You think he's sort of six? You think he's a top thirty-ish forward? Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I think he could be because I mean. Who else is there? I think the the key thing here is um, he's going to be a little bit inconsistent. So he's going to have ceiling yeah. games. He's going to have floor games. And that's just because his role is in bulk CBAs. So he's going to be up and down a bit. But this, this kid's classy. So a key one there for keepers. It's probably also one of those players that I think will score better in games they're doing well in. So we expect Hawthorne to get pretty belted this year. There might be more downs than ups, but, yeah, I, I think he, with the dual position status, it's a bit of a no-brainer. Well, this is my, like, I sort of had him in the, I think, 60s, all pre, and I'm happy to keep him there. Like, look at what happened in the preseason games. There's no pressure. There's No one's laying any mm. tackles. There's, like, 8,000 marks. If you're not playing yeah. a contested game, like, if he's an outside player and forward in that shit-ass Hawthorne team, I just think it's a practice game result, to be honest. Like keepers, yes, absolutely, hundred percent, no, no question. But man, I find it really hard to. I mean, a stash, a dart throw, if you want, that's fine. But how did how did we see Warple's game? I mean, mm. leading contested ball winner on the ground, uh, leading clearance player on the ground. Yeah, you. You gotta, I mean, you gotta have a throw at him. Mm. And, and he only played the first three quarters, um, in the midfield, um, got stuck deep forward for the last quarter and still had those yeah. stats. I think he, his time on ground as well was only 67%. Yeah. yeah. One, one, one tackle. So. One tackle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it, when you spend so much time? But if you keep but getting your hands on the footy, it's pretty hard to tackle others. It was it was really tackle free that, footy. That's, Sorry, that, yeah, that's what I mean. It's yeah. it there's there's none of that. No one no one wants to get hurt. Yeah. So I I don't know. There were a couple of times on the weekend that I saw like some of the younger kids like going back with the flight. And I was like Y'all need to just calm if down. Someone, if you're laying like <laughs> seven tackles in a practice game, you're a twos player. Like, oh, so, yeah. so hold on. Yeah. I, I, I pose that question. One player, and we haven't got to the game yet, that I have a bit of a concern with, and I've been so hot on him all preseason. Jack Steele. He had nine tackles in a well, piss-weak score. Really. Is he a twos player, Steve? Well, no, he's not, but he shouldn't be trying that hard. <laughs> but, but the problem is he couldn't get his hands on the footy. He was the reverse walker. Yeah. Did you say, did you say Sam Berry? <laughs> you... <laughs> no, no. That's the problem. Anyway, we'll oh. get to him later. I, uh, I have no Jack Steele this year and I, I, I like, I really I like him, but I, I don't know. I don't want it. I don't want any Saints players, man. Anyway. Crouchy Fremantle Dockers and the Port Power. Oh, fuck. 
Well, yeah, Jono, Jono's call is he, he's got two banger calls in this uh, from his preseason material. So, Will Brody being the highest averaging uh, Fremantle player, so remarkable. He's, he's done it in a practice uh, game, and that's a good start. And also, Jono was kind of hot on Miles Bergman, who really showed that maybe he'll be the the Carl Amon um, wing. You know, well, there was a couple of good wing scores, wasn't there for Port? Yeah, as Dersma did. Quite well as well. Dirty yeah. old Dersma. Look, it was pretty much business as usual. We'll talk about Fremantle first. Business as usual. Uh, Nat Fife, good good effort, I'd say. So you could probably feel comfortable mm. drafting him where he's going. Yes? No? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, fine. I took Hayden Young in the home league, which is super coach. And, well, I'm not super concerned because it's defenders against Port and it's traditionally just a shocking matchup. So. Yeah, but I was going to raise this. We, we're so used to that being the case, but Cox got 107, taking a shitload of marks. Clark got a 97 and just he looked like the man driving it out of defence. Wilson even got a 72. So I'm looking at going, I'm used to defenders not scoring against Port and you've got three smash out a big score. Yeah, I, can't, I don't mind Clark this year uh, just because I think they might use him if they want to try and move the ball a bit quicker. Yeah. But I I think he, Hayden Young's a bit of value, to be honest. Where he's going. No concerns. Okay. What about Liam Henry? Liam Henry, a bit of a forward dart thrower, getting some uh, yeah. run up and down the wing. So he had he had that role last year as yeah, well. Yeah, but he's when he actually played in the team, but he just couldn't find the he's ball. He's come back noticeably bigger this year. Yeah. So how in how in this know. game when the majority aren't the case, where the wingers have got so much ball? Oh well, it's again preseason. <laughs> yeah, Butters couldn't find it to well, save his life. Yeah, Ollie Wines. You know, did Ollie Wines things, but the rest of the mids, well, I guess Rosie was pretty good, but because you, you look at the Fremantle scorers and they really dominated yeah, the middle. Yeah. And so maybe, maybe it was just part of the game plan is actually let's take that away from him and run down the wings. Horn Francis giving away six frees. He has some serious flog like tendencies, I reckon. And just it, noticed? Yeah. Look, just it's noticed. tough. Just, just noticed. Um, yeah. Bit slow to that one. Yeah. So, do we have any major concerns on the port side? Rosie was pretty good. It was a yeah, good the ruck. Well, you know, come on, you're not drafting Lysette. really. Oh. I, I did as a bench ruck, and I've already prefer to just not have I, one. I just got, um, I just I, got I, handed I, a mm. keeper list, and uh, Lysette's my ruck. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I might delete rebuild. team. <laughs> yeah. start, start again. The, the one interesting one here for me was Kane Farrell. In the first quarter, he dropped 41 points playing off the halfback. That's where he finished playing last year as well. He was, he was pretty serviceable there. So if he Good third quarter. You know, <laughs> third quarter of zero. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it, it could be one of those ones that you stash. Um, and and gets the DPP and he becomes really relevant. There's probably three of those that I that I saw um this weekend. Him, um who else? Wanganin Malira and uh Lucky Ash. All look as, you know, good DPP candidates for six round six. Yeah, I drafted 
uh, Wang and Emily are in the last round of the home league. And it's just a good role. Good For role. For sure. And I mean, like, I'd suggest that he had, like, Sinclair was probably in, you know, cruise mode, to be honest. And so he'll probably take more of the lion's share when real games start, but still pretty handy. handy. That, yeah. Pretty, yeah. Uh, on to Brisbane and Geelong. Uh, Geelong really just going through the motions, but Tanner Bruin. Mm. My boy. Is that real? Claimed. Cam? Is um, he CBA's round one? Yeah, I, can't, I think he will be. I, I think they were giving him a proper test uh, this this game, the, the game before. I think he would passed, to be honest. He looked really Seven good. Seven tackles. So, so who's in there? <laughs> oh, no. He's in the twos. Who's, who's in the CBA? Um, first CBA. I think, I think it'll be Danger. Braun and uh, Blixars. No Cam no, Guthrie? No Cam Guthrie. Probably not. I don't know. It's The rotation will be between those three, Cam Guthrie, and probably someone like a Parfit and Max Holmes getting some Isn't time. he injured? Max. Yeah. Max Holmes? I didn't see that. Keeping. Yeah, check it out. I, I haven't seen that. Keeping touch on the Geelong news. And on um, the Brisbane side, yep. Will Ashcroft, my God. Oh yeah, yeah, he, he good. Um, and yeah, Dunk Dunkley did exactly what we all yeah. thought he would. Seven yeah. tackles, yeah, straight to the two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, suitcase was good too. Uh, had lowish time on ground, which was interesting. And uh, same with Zach Bailey. Um, he actually looked good. Um, but we know he's been talented for quite some time. Uh, McInerney, um, of course, uh, can be a little bit, uh, negative, uh, with regards to, to Ruck scores, but, uh, Reece Stanley is not the best anyway. Um, and I just really didn't see what was going to happen on that halfback flank for Brisbane. It looks a bit yeah. dead. Um, a lot of people that have a little bit of flair, but not a lot of the ball. Yeah, I, I thought Connor McKenna actually looked really good, and so he's only twenty five or something as well. Like, there's plenty of upside in that in, in them picking him up. But when you the points on their halfback line were distributed almost yep. evenly, sort of everyone scored between. 40 yeah, everyone and 60. got fuck all. Yep, correct. Yep, agreed. A little bit of a worry. And Cam Rayner ready for his breakout year for a massive 38 points. You just can't draft him. No. What about... He was their lowest forward scorer and he's their lowest defence scorer. I actually don't mind taking a... If you're in a deeper league, I can take a stab at Danaher even. I, I can see a bounce back this year. Like, really late. Like, that team should wax... A lot of teams. Mm. That'd be my premiership tip if I had one. Uh, why did Myers score so well, Cam? I honestly don't know. He was playing lead up really well, so just running straight out of the fifty, getting up the wing, and just taking a lot. Did of him and Close swap roles from last year? I think it, it's just one side of the ground versus the other. I, I think they both play the same yeah, okay. role. But yeah, it's, yeah. So week to week, that might change, is what you said. For, for sure, yeah. it will. So they're, they're both just late streamers. For sure, week to week yeah. stream more okay. than anything else, and 
I think, you know, we're talking about a team that didn't have Blick, Blixarves, didn't have Isaac Smith, didn't have Mitch Duncan, didn't have, like, there's a, a few runners. And what about back. Dempsey for the Keeper Leagues? He looks good, but I keep confusing him with, like, the other nine players that have blonde middle-length hair and a headband mm-hmm. at the Cats. It's really off-putting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch Ooh. him. Mm. Yeah, I'm ca- it's going to be a, a forward. It's cagey on these old cats. It's got laid out written all over them, like all the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on to the Saints and Bombers, Setterfield season, Stato. Hey. Um, I, I was a bit disappointed, though, because with about, <laughs> about six <laughs> or seven minutes to go, Looked like he was going to be the the highest scoring bomber, so I was I was ready to go the hashtag on brand, um, but they started waxing it in defence. So um, that's what I'm really interested in. Now, now noting St Kilda haven't got much of a, a forward line as we speak with with all the injuries, but um, I, I did. I've got this question mark: Is it game style or is it the opposition that you've had? Um, Zerk Thatcher, 82. Um, Uar McGrath, 110. Ridley, 107. Uh, D'Ambrosio, 79. Um, and Redmond's probably the only one that missed out and the only one I've actually got stocks in at the moment. Annoying. But, <laughs> but so much ball in that defense is, is this going to be the game style that we see from Essendon defense? That chip? Mm-hmm. Right, I think so we—they've they've talked it up. All, so all we've year. got to go stocks all in preseason. I, w- I would think stocks in, especially on Ridley. Um, th- they talked about it before the practice matches that he was going back to that interceptor role, where I think he got all Australian uh, or at least club champion. They're pretty pretty different these days, aren't they? Those two awards, but um, yeah, he he was always going to be pretty good this year. Very good draft. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He, he went pretty early in our um, home league, which is super coach, and that's where he made his made yeah. his money. So, but the points per minute for McGrath just freaking amazing. So good. Yeah, he's going to be finally potentially a really good buy if that if that's the game plan. Remember when you took him from me in the in our little play keeper league, and you were like you so freaking excited. And I just told you, hey, don't worry, it's jag time. And uh, he jagged on for the next two or three years, but he looks like he's ready to go. Have you still got him in that? I I need to have a look, to be honest. I'll, yeah. I'll get back to you. But, yeah, in this one, I, what about Mason Wood? Yeah, What what's... about Mason Wood? 15 months. What about Mason Wood? <laughs> Man, he, he, he finished yeah, last year he, on yeah, fire, he had on an absolute yeah, how how now a, a key forward for um, North Melbourne, Mason Wood, uh, got delisted because he wasn't living up to. St Kilda have got, um, so they're just getting VFL rookies to, to fill their forward line. And sorry, that's a little bit harsh to Owens. God, he looked good as a second-year player down there. But how is he not playing a key forward seeing he's done it before, seeing they're, they're, they've got none? Yeah, it's a good know. question. I, I've always thought that, yeah. It's a classic Scott manoeuvre, though. Uh, I would think they're just going to play Jack Higgins' key power forward round one. <laughs> okay. 
So would you say, say play well though? Fifteen marks is obscene. Out of ninety, like that's obscene for a team that has um, something like twelve injuries already. They are a they played remarkably well. Um, Bytel, I, I just wish there was a path for him to play because my god, that boy can score. Um, Wanganin Malira, um, he just looks classy as second year player, halfback flank. Real special, and of course, the pride himself was pretty impressive. Mm. Yeah, I think it's um, a test, like them playing really well with that many injuries is a testament to how bad the Bombers were, right? So they, Bombers were terrible. They were really bad to watch, and, you know, Darcy Parrish basically just got under the thumb of bloody uh, Jack Bytel, who came on as soon as Windhager got injured in the first two minutes to tag him. And he, I mean, you have to imagine the coach was like, don't bother trying to break the tag. It's the preseason, you'll get injured. Did, was <laughs> was seen with ice on his calf after the game, Cam. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so I, I, my first two mids in my draft were Steele and Parrish. <laughs> Watching this game with all of my hopes. In the can, can I give you the reason why Parrish was so crap? Got tagged by Bartow. No. The real reason why he was so set a field, and <laughs> and and the real reason why LDU was shit as well, because they were both named in Dossie's song, LDU uh, and Parish too. Yeah, so of course, of course. But how good was Setterfield? Should have played the role. <laughs> surprise, surprise! Like I've been telling you all. All pre-season, they needed the big-body midfielder. He goes in there, superb. You know who wasn't good? Nick Hind. Couldn't get a run in the pracky match. I reckon he might be in the twos. That was, yeah. So, which is interesting because this Massimo D'Ambrosio came out of, you know, what was he, a supplementary pick last year? Yeah, he was mid-season. Mid-season. I think it's maybe interesting. They they like him there as well. They talked him up as a, a classy user. You know who had fifteen contested possessions? Hunter Clark. Did he really? did. How's his super scope? Uh, yeah, super no, it wasn't score? great. Seventy eight, but he's he's in my team. So Marcus Windhager, mm. broken hand, uh, should be right for round one. Hopefully, yeah, surgery and. Sorry, what what was the rule with the amount of tackles and you in the twos? Oh, you only had one. No, but what's the total? <laughs> I th- I think this is a different case with St Kilda, right? Or and even Essendon, because I can only imagine Ross has walked in there and said these are non-negotiables. You have to do XXX, and they're like, okay. I was just checking what what is the line with regards to the amount of tackles that you're a twos player. What's the line? Is that because Setterfield's on yeah, six? Yeah, I'm just checking. Before I put all <laughs> stocks in, if he's two's player, I better not get him in the third round like I have been. Well, what's... It's got to be above yeah, six. Yeah, it's got to be... Well, because Luke... I'm looking at the next game and Luke Parker's got six and there's no way he's playing. George Hewitt's got 13. What are you doing, George? Jesus Christ, oh, who cares? So can... I love did that. Did we talk about... Let's no, move on no, to the next let's game. let's talk about Steel. No. Was he just in cruise yeah. control? He had one mark and yeah, eight I think kicks. so. 
I'm not worried about it. Steve? I put Steele in my top... I think I put him in the top 10, but he was at the back of the top 10, so I didn't get him anywhere. I'm not... I like Steele. He's a good... He's been a good scorer. But I'm not... I wouldn't be shocked if he fell backwards a bit. I'll put it that way. He fell backwards last mm. year by 10 points. Yeah. But I think that was just because he tackled... He, he had... His tackle and marks combined... I always try to look at when you're scoring big, you know, you're doing anything at a really unsustainable rate. And he was he was there with the tackles. But he also took heaps of marks the year before. I expect mm. this team to... Um, Mark less going forward, like move the ball a bit faster. I'm, I'm just a bit scared. I, I don't know what to do with St Kilda players. I was really happy to take one or two at the very end of the draft, and that's kind of where I'm sitting with them. Okay. Or, or Ryan Marshall early. That's that's fine too. But you, you made six statos sad. Well, you got Brad Crouch, and I mean, yeah, that's true. He's probably a he's a really like he's a good inside outside player, and that's fine. So. I don't know. I'm sure Steele will be fine. I'm sure he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. Uh, Anyway, on to the Swans and Carlton and uh, Errol Nothing to talk about here. Nothing to talk about here. Classic ownership went up about 69% after this game. (laughs) (laughs) And rightfully so. Shit, did he look good. Someone in in my league got him at F3. And I'm like, ooh. So... I'll, I'll just check the the halftime score. So he was on he's on a hundred and two at halftime, and um, what they Jeez, he really slowed down in well, the second well, half. Well, that's what a the jump. whole point, Cam. He he actually moved to the half forward line, so he's his um, high half forward role with a little bit of CBAs in the second half. And I thought, well, this will slow down. We get a true indication. Um, he pumped out another 75 points. Wow. And because you, you think as well, who are they missing? Mills was out, yeah. wasn't he? And the so week before, Mills sure. had 33% of the CBS. Yeah. But, and, and even then, you'd think that that would be low for Mills. So, uh, Gordon might have a breakout year, but there's still some some stuff to play. Oh out. yeah, I, I I think he's more a sixty forty, so sixty forward, forty percent mid. Is it finally Laddam season? I think it is. Well, he'll get he'll get first crack too. Is, is yeah. he actually suspended round one or not? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he did that thing in the is twos he? at the end of the year. Remember? He or, just or, or because they made grand final, is he free? No, I'm pretty sure he has to miss the first round because they, they're all talking up this McAndrew guy because Jared Witts is going up against him. I'm pretty sure he has to miss, doesn't he? Oh, we'll find out. But right. I'd, I'd be cagey still because he he's had, like, no preseason. Yeah. yeah. He didn't look too bad, though. Like He, he, looked... he got smacked around oh. a lot. He did get beaten by, you know, in the actual ruck craft, but around the ground he was pretty good. And yeah, he got copped a few head knocks, but so he got yeah, I think he got a four-week in... suspension. This was on mm. August the 29th. Now I'm pretty sure they played four weeks of football or four weeks of final, so it depends on when the final started. 
Well, we'll find out, Stata. You look at that. Um, there you the go. Jordan he's team. missing. He's missing round one. Just got it there. there. Go. The Swans had a major win with a qualifying final, so they played three more rounds. He misses round one. The only thing that worries me about like all this is like Sydney are known fuckers around in the preseason. Then what? What are they? Mm. No, known fuckers around. Fuckers they, they around. They don't care, Stato. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you know who really impressed me? Braden Campbell. Yeah. So we, we, we're talking deep on the waiver wire. What was his average last year? He would excite everyone with his 46. 50s. Yeah, 46 was yeah. his average. Yeah. He looked yeah. very, very good. And then uh, I thought it was interesting that Nick Blakey came out and played so well yeah. after you know coming down with glandular fever. I heard that wipe out a couple of seasons ago. It was um, Will Phillips. Yeah. Missed a whole season. Ah, yeah, yeah, he did too, but there was someone Yeah, well, after his performance uh, on the week, remember. he might be right. Um, he might be still mm. having the effects of. Um, Matty Lloyd, um, do we just put the line through? Do, are they just letting the kids, or this is part of the fuckers around? Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Matty, Matty Lloyd. Lloyd. Oh, God, I've used that about 13 different times. Um, but he had a 41. It's tough to get excited about drafting him these days, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. He's got to be better than that, though. Oh, he's fine. He's fine. The one, the, you know, flag here that, you know, probably got me a little bit concerned. Everyone was really hype on him in the preseason, but I really expected more from Robum. Uh, you know, he pumped out a 46. Did he get injured No, or he just didn't the get the mid-time, there? mate. So that's where he didn't? Goulden. Now, you look what Goulden did. You go, Goulden's ahead of him in the pecking order. Mm. Mm. Does he look at... Robum got 65%. CEO. Oh, wow. One, one tackle. You know, you'd expect him to lay yeah. six. And, yeah, he, does, he is a big tackler. But, but yeah, that's disappointing, yeah, though. 46 out of 96 minutes game time. Yeah. Mm. Concerns. Concerns. Mm. No concerns oh, for Sam um, Doherty, who's the so, man. Sorry, keeper, keeper, Jeez, keeper. For real. Uh, Roberts, he looks sensational. He might be the sub for most of this year, but for keeper, uh, Roberts, Klahasi. Klahasi. Mm. All right. Uh, Sam Doherty, big, just business as usual at Carlton. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just had him just not living up to the one team. I just thought there's no way, but, and, and maybe this is just the preseason, no pressure, but he just breezed through. There's, they were missing their prime halfback distributor, Nick Newman, though, is the, the call out there. So. Shut the fuck up, Cam. You're a wave away here, Nick Newman. Could, could you add crickets in, in the post? <laughs> Absolute garbage. <laughs> uh, Hewitt, um, seeing they were missing the prime mover, um, in Paddy, uh, took the, the mantle. Um, as, uh, Doss would say, he still doesn't see it, but Hewitt's a great inside mid 126. Kennedy's fantastic in that too, and he's got such flexibility. I really like Kennedy. Uh, 106. Um, 
Uh, a couple that I, I, I did like, um, is it Sinchota? Sinchota? I think it's Sinchota. He's 26 year old, so he's a mature age, uh, rookie. Um, just had a blinder. I think it was the third quarter. He scored 37. No, it was the last quarter. He scored 37. Looked quite impressive. Um, although it just seems to be, uh, a, a ruck graveyard at Carlton. Mm. I, I really liked Ollie Hollands. He looked really, really good. And he, he may not play that many games yeah. this year, but, but he's probably a winger for the future. Looks great. Yeah, I think there was just so many guys missing, like those yeah. classy guys. Anyway, Adelaide West Coast, uh, the West Coast kick it to each other, Eagles. Man, whew, get on that. What, the back three? Just get on them. Duggan. Get on all of them. Yeah. And yo. Yep. But get all the way off Tim Kelly. <laughs> God, he would. Oh, but man. what could we- didn't Watching they him. say they were going to change yeah. their game plan? I saw everything the same. So it was it was different for the first, like, two quarters, and then when they were getting just completely pulverised after that, they're like, all right, kick mark. we just got to – let's stop the flow. This could get out of control. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it, yeah, it was pretty disappointing. Adelaide, for, for what it's worth, were pretty good, to be honest. The, the rotation of Isaac Rankin and um, Rochelle through the mid works really well. They add a completely different dynamic to what is just Sam Berry and Sam Berry-like people. Didn't translate to fantasy scores for them. (laughs) Cam, that's my only concern is it didn't transfer to fantasy scores for them. It it absolutely did not. Um, But from a football perspective... No one cares about that shit. Uh, Yeah, football Rory Laird kicked in the dick. Ben Keyes, Ford, kicked four goals. Uh, Unfortunately, Mm. you can't play the West Coast Eagles every... Week, will he get that forward status and be somewhat viable? Maybe. Any interest in the minge? No. Uh, Darcy Fogarty, people are talking up. Darcy Fogarty, again, can't play West Coast in a practice match every week. Yeah. Um, now, what about Pedler? His points per minutes was really impressive, but he only ended up come off early... No, mid in the third quarter, we never saw him again. Only had 66 minutes game time. What, what's the deal with that? Did he lay seven tackles? Uh, Let's have a look. That's a good question. One tackle. Yes. Jeez. Did they just say you've done enough, you're in, let's give the others a go? I reckon. Uh, I can't see him being. Actually, I don't know if he's in. I don't know if he's best 22. Sorry, Pedler. I think there's some peddling going on here. Mm, that's right. <sighs> Sean, I'll tell you who looked really freaking awesome, and it's for your keepers, and he's off the for sure gone in the first round already if you're doing your keeper draft. Ruben Ginby. Oh, yeah. Ginby. Awesome. Like, yeah. Ginby. Jinby. The Gin- I've the done Jinby. the Ginby yeah, looks- as well, but it is Ginby. Shades of. Clayton Oliver in his wow big big call yeah he does look good he's got a um, mature body yeah Yeah, he's a big kid all right business as usual there Jordan Dawson just the twenty three kicks 
It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. (laughs) I don't care what anyone says. All right, let's go on the next game, get on our victory lap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, no. I'll just cheat out for this bit. Greater Western Sydney Giants took on your, mine, and our Gold Coast Suns. And, of course, Sam Flanders. Woohoo! Seven marks. Unbelievable. What a superstar this player. And this was playing a high half-forward role. This is got to know. There was some CBAs. I think there might have been um, seven CBAs. It was around that Yeah, it part. wasn't high. It was a rotation. It wasn't anything special. But the, the consistency of the scoring per quarter, 26, 19, 32, 25, he just kept on churning it out and looked really impressive. But those marks, he's a very, very classy player. Um, the issue would be, as as we all know, our Gold Coast Suns have such great depth in the midfield. Um, that Sam's going to have to play the high half forward role the majority of the time over the next year or two, but uh, worthwhile because he will retain his forward status. But look pretty good, the boy. Yes, yeah, he had um, after- it was just in a waxing too. That's what I like. It wasn't in a win, so. That's what, yeah, I, that's what was getting me up and about because 18% CBAs, less CBAs than, uh, Braden Fiorini, who won't even be in the team and was in a complete belting that he got 30 disposals on the half forward. That's pretty good. Yeah. Can I say the most important part of this, uh, ton that he scored? Just the one tackle. So he's in the ones round one. <laughs> in the ones. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> hey, Matty Rowley uh, too. What does that tell you? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, can Without I say Matty Rowley looked so much better? First preseason. Yeah. First preseason. Yeah, he looks so much better. So uh, I know it's not a lot, but he took a mark. In fact, he took two. two. Doubled his output yeah. from last year. That's for sure. But uh, other, yeah. What do you guys think about Constable? I'm not, I didn't touch him. I had him, um, sort yeah. of in that range as my last pick. I just can't see him staying in the team once Ellis, Weller, et cetera, come back. Yeah. And I think McPherson would be the other one in the same. Oh, he's not playing. Like he, he was playing off the, yeah, exactly. He was, but he was playing off the halfback in this and he scored. I, okay, I liked McPherson. Uh, I, I will say Constable's different from, um, Weller and Powell. Um, they play the, the halfback flanks. Constable's actually playing the third defensive tall. So he's 193. So he, he's playing as a, a bit of a, a trickster in there where everyone thinks he's a, a flank and a ball distributor, but he's actually playing as the third defensive tall, which is a key for th- him to stay on there. But of course, we all know that those roles do have that primary stopping capability that you you need to, to manage and look after so the scores might be up and down. But to be fair, I think Constable is more of a salary cap pick than he is um, in the reality a draft pick. So he may lose his position after six rounds. If you you think about the, his greatest deficiency has always been his disposal, um, but apparently makes really good decisions. Um, so you sort of hear that. You, you hear the coaches talking about a really good decision maker that don't say uh, expert um, user of the football. So if he creates a few blunders and they're going well and they don't think they want to um, live with it, that's when he might get dropped. But I think he'll get a bit of a go mm. early. Um, but I'd fade him 
um, be mindful of the salary cap hype and fade him in your your, your rankings. I reckon um, the one to look out for here, and could still be, I think Steve, you tweeted it maybe, or you said it on the pod last week, around Alex Davies and how he's probably going to be more value than Sam Flanders uh, going forward. No, you know, Flanders obviously look value as in because Flanders has been overhyped and, and he hasn't been spoken out about at all. Didn't really get a, a, a good score out of this, but again, didn't really tackle at all either and had a lot of opportunity in the mid. So there's an opportunity. I, I think, you know, keep a tab on uh- for a the biggest issue, one's a bull, the other one is just talent who can be a bull as well. And the reality is they've got quite a few bulls. So um, Davies is going to be down that list for a bit. So um, he needs a lot of injuries to get that prime inside mid-roll. That, mm. That's the problem with him. But Flanders is so talented, he can actually do other roles. Yeah, and on the other side, there were some pretty good scores to keep tabs of. Um the primos went pretty well. Lockie Ash, back to that half-back role, had a monster. Finn Callahan just busting out on that wing. Uh, probably wouldn't expect that every week, but he's he's probably mm. a big salary cap pick. Oh, yeah. You could look do, good. You could do worse. Yep. Yeah, you look at some of the um, some of the main guys in that centre-bounce rotation, so Cogs, Tom Green, Kelly... And then you sort of combine that with the running halfbacks of Ash coming and um, Whitfield. Those all six of those players could score extremely well this year. I, it didn't. Whilst they keep on talking about how they're going to move the ball faster and get it out of defence faster, I I'd need to check the stats, but I I don't think it's the same sort of chaos, move the ball forward at all costs model that a lot of others are following. It's deliberate, but fast. A lot of people are creaming themselves over Whitfield, um, 61 points first half. Um, I, mm. I don't know whether he got tagged or not, and him and Kelly are the two tag targets very clearly for GWS. But he only scored 21 in the second half. Anyone notice it? Yeah, and so I, all I saw was Cummings' game flipped around. A little bit, and then so did Lockie Ash. So Lockie Ash was on seven, I think, in the first quarter, and then very quickly built a score after that. The thing I like is those halfbacks in that sort of game move, like they score well. The other thing, I was a bit worried about what the midfield rotation would look like, but Ward's no nothing. Mm. It's very tight, so I'd be pretty comfortable with that. Mm. So Cumming only got four points in the last quarter, and Ash only got... Eight points in the last quarter. So they were all dead at the end. I should have a look back at that sort of last quarter and actually see what happened, whether it just didn't get in the Gold Coast forward line possibly. Well, the Suns played. You know, the Suns knows, kicked like, a few goals in that last bit. Like they, did they? Brought, they were getting waxed, man. Lucky Ash, Lucky Ash only had 69. So mm. time and ground uh, there as How well. Long? So, so maybe he was – he's sat out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, about sixty-nine. But yeah, I th- I think maybe he sat out somewhere ah. last quarter. On to the Bulldogs and North. A uh, fair bit of bruise, free footy there. Although there's a few injuries. <laughs> um, Libba Ham, McRae Ham, Dale Ham, Bont Ham, Bally Smith Ham. The deli is looking full of Bulldogs. Yeah, it really the moment. Is. All of that ham. It really is. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. The, the one that surprised me here was Trelaw, yeah. to be <laughs> honest. Up. Like, uh, far out. I, 
all two weeks ago, they were, what was coming out of the dogs was he's barely he can't even walk, <laughs> and and he pops out a ninety four and he's in the CBA rotation. Yeah, it was it was actually funny. We drafted whilst this game was going on, and a guy chose Adam Trelaw, and I just started giving him shit, and then I turned on the match, and I was like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. okay. He's good. Good. Didn't notice that. I was just joking. Just joking. Just joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Oscar so, Baker is that real? I reckon it could be. Like, I don't think he's going to score this well every week, but I think he will be their starting wingman re- replacement for Lockie Hunter. Toby McLean, dud score. Yep, dud player. No, that's harsh. Dud. He's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't draft him. I see Jono drafted yeah, him. Yeah, early too, early. I, I will say he had a 45-point second half. So it must have been a pretty ordinary first half. Nine. Yeah. That's, um, wow. So is mm. the second half more realistic with what's going to happen? What? I, I would look, man. You're the one on Toby McLean. I've got no interest in Toby McLean. Okay, okay. Just so hate just, the nineties. Two... Well, that was matched him. They were people... simulating what the world would look like if Toby <laughs> McLean scored well. So they had. Um, there was talk of Caleb Daniel and Toby McLean filling that role vacated by Dunkley, and neither of them got a CBA. Yeah. And and Daniel so, was crap was until. Tight. They got a host of injuries. Anyone know what happened to Ed Richards? What the injury is? Uh, Jono said it was a corky. Oh, that's all right. Uh, Duray? Neck, I saw for Duray. That's not good. Wish him well. Not sure sure how bad. Doesn't sound good, yeah. Not good at all. Um, And and there was a period there where Alex Keith come off as well, but he obviously uh, ended up going back on the ground because his score got up to the sevens. Mm. Um, moving on to North Melbourne, can someone tell me what happened to LDU? Is this just pre-season, just not worrying, or were they just sharing those midfield minutes so much? He he got heaps of mid-time. Wow. What happened to him I then? I think they were just, sh- I don't know, kind of just really shit, I think. Yeah. That's all I have yeah. for you, man. I, like, he, he attended 87%. Of those he, and he killed it and the he, week before. Yeah, it could just be, you know, Alistair Clarkson wanting to get through with minimal injuries to the season. Is my best guess. Anyway, uh, Tommy Powell, we love to see him back it yeah. up uh, with another good score. So he's certainly one of those uh, dart throws at the end who, who might end up being an F3. Is McDonald back? Yeah. So between him and uh, what's his name, Old Man Zebel, they split the kicking duties yep. exactly fifty fifty, and they, I'd suggest between them they're probably going to fluctuate between good scores and whatever Zebel popped this time fifty eight. Yeah, uh, but it's just a mess down there at North. Just a mess. Such a mess. Yeah, Simpkin was good though. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be up and down, eh? Yeah. He sort of moved out of the midfield too to accommodate. The the team, I guess. Like, Will Phillips getting midfield time? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, tough times. And that ruck situation. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, no. no. 
So I, you know, I dropped Scott Lysett. I picked up Tristan hey, Good and, move. And now I'm, now, now I'm. And the last game, Demons and Tigers will lead it off. Down Prestia got injured. If it's a pec injury, apparently, um, mm. that can be bad. That's like eight weeks at times. If dudes do that in the NFL, they just miss the season. But it's all about pushing in that, so. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, anyway, people are yeah. hyped on uh, Max Gorn and Brody Grundy, who oh. each kick three goals. Uh, that'll happen every week. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Brody Grundy managed to get 62 AFL fantasy Woo! points with those three goals. And, so. again, another one like Spicy. Whitfield. Uh, Maxi had a massive score. Uh, going into halftime, only scored 23 points for the remainder of the game. Surely the queue's in the rack at that point, and no one cares. Yeah, yeah. but do you reckon the three goals each in the first half is there each and every week as well? No, I don't care. I didn't take any of them anywhere. Yeah. I reckon people are going mm. a bit crazy about this, to be honest. Yep, agreed. Mm. Petrucker did look good. Yep, so did Oliver. And so so Lockie Hunter. Yeah. Be honest, like a really good, you know, he, depending on when you drafted, he would would have been a bench mid, and I reckon he could be mid nineties this year. With the yeah, rock. it's a bit of a worry, bit of a worry. Um, Stephen May, pretty good. One thing that sort of, you know, maybe didn't get spoken about is like Max Gorn was like a top fifty intercept mark player last year. Yeah, if he's sort of playing forward more, those intercept marks are going to someone else. I mean, they don't have to, but is Stephen May just going to absolutely brain it? Is Jake Lever draftable in Super... Well, I mean, he's sort of always draftable in Supercoach, but mm. is he going to be better? Well, I kind of thought... and uh, Just let me check, but I, I kind of thought that Max Gorn drifted back as well to get those intercepts yep. again in this game. It's pretty even split. Yep. Sorry, so pretty even split. And uh, Tom McDonald showed out three goals. Is he back? Can no. he be serviceable? Is Cosy Pickett going to get that? No. Mid, mid-time, Cosy Pickett? No. no. So, you know, on the other side, and it's probably just because he gets injured pretty frequently and, again, sort of wrapping in cotton wool, but Lostin, it looked like Liam Baker and Daniel Rioli had those running halfback roles where Lostin had one of those last year and scored really well. So I kind of wonder if they've moved that. And if they have, Liam Baker looks good, but it could also just be a pre-season Liam Baker score. Um, it he, looked like he had um, Jaden Short's old role. That's what I thought too. Um, so I'm, I'm a bit excited by this, but you look at last year, there were times he played half-back back flank and there were times where he went on the half-forward. So uh, mm. if if... We find out that this role is just his, and that's what he's going to do. He's the um, the one that's going to distribute the ball back there, which he does use it pretty well. Um, then that's a massive tick in the box. But I, I will say, uh, Baker one twenty one, Rioli eighty six, um, and they had a lot of the ball between themselves. So was it more just? And we know Melbourne give up points to defenders, so I think we need to tame it down a little bit. But he did look good. I don't mm. mind Rioli. You love to, yeah. I I think I prefer Rioli over Baker this year for sure. But I'll tell you what, looking at the you know Tim Taranto sort of proved everyone wrong. Everyone kind of thought that he'd come back to the Richmond pack, but 
Richmond Pack stayed well behind and he's, he's just come out and done Tim Taranto things, which is great yeah. like for people who have drafted him for sure. And he's, and he uh, started slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Tom Lynch showed out, uh, half a game after having a very interrupted preseason. So that was nice to see. Uh, Jacob Hopper got a stack of contested ball, uh, not much else, which kind of been his That's MO, really. Um, My goodness, who is Steely it's a fucking Green? fucking great name, isn't it? It's good. <laughs> Absolutely great name. Uh, is Soldo worth in a deeper league? Is he worth a stash with that ruck forward in case Nant goes down? <sighs> Not really, maybe. No. Uh, I, th- I think when Soldo solo rucked, when Nank was out last year or the year before, he was still scoring like 60s. So that's like an F3 in this football. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, the the Dusty and Shea Bolton. I faded Shea Bolton pretty hard this preseason, I've got to be honest. Yeah, he he got a lot of CBAs, but just didn't get a lot of the footy. Last year? Or this, or game. this game. Oh, so he did. But that was true last year as well. So he had really high CBA um, numbers last year and he built scores through goals. Like he'd take marks forward, kick goals. Fuck, he's a good player, Wasn't but re- just not a great fan. He's super player. good. Yeah. 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 Agreed. That's fair. Like, shit, anyway, we went an hour. Course. Yeah, we went an hour. Well, we got questions, mate. So Ooh, brace shit. yourself. No, I, don't know how, I don't know how we got so many questions in like 20 minutes, but. Um, we did. Oh, okay, Mark. Jake Bowie. Looks like he could be good value. The only catch is Salem will be back and likely affects his scoring. Yeah, he looked good, I will say. But we saw little snippets of that last year. But he's going to be a good player. He is going to be a good player and a good scorer as long as he's got the right type of role. Yeah, I'd try to play him off the waivers rather than... Yep. He's agreed. okay. But yep. uh, Breno, great off-season, fellas. Thank you, Breno. Hey. Nin... Ninja Spoon, is Goulden hype real or was it just Mills mid minutes in the midfield? Uh, divide by two. Um, it, it's it's a bit of both. There's good hype, but it's been good hype since his first freaking game. Little Jet. Um, but he, let's face it, you play like that, you're going to get attention. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes when he gets attention. But to be fair, as a fellow forward, um, he has attention each and every week. Uh, Goulden Features, who's a, obviously a Swan supporter, thinks it's about 70% real, definitely inflated, but it's not a total trick. Correct. Yeah. Pretty good way to describe mm. it. Yep. Uh, Mini Monk, is Carl Amon actually draftable as an M3? I feel like that's a bit early. Um, and I, I reckon in most drafts, if you you can wait longer to get him like M5. If he's gone before, before then, give him someone else. I wouldn't take and, that. And I think what we've already seen is Hawthorne are going to be a team that shares roles. Mm. And shits the bet a lot. Jason tried to sneak through a salary cap question, but I'm on my game. Yay. Mm. Mm. Jordox, mm. has Darcy Fogarty moved up in your rankings after the weekend? He could be fieldable this year. That's a super coach question. Uh, he did go in our home league. I think Jono actually took him. Really? Uh, I'm not... Yeah, I'd prefer to stream him than draft him. I'm not super convinced. And again, they're not playing 
fucking West Coast every week. Yeah. Mm. He could be okay though. He could be he's an improved player, so good no for doubt. him. Uh it's tough with guys like Tex and Rankin and Rashid. like it's a good man, it's a potent forward line. Yeah. Uh Matthew, Ben Cunnington also First four round of draft strategy. Is it two mids into forward, into defender, or ruck? I think that's just league dependent. Yeah. Like, I, I always find that going into a draft with a strict, I'm going to do these four things first is, you know, you might end up skipping a tier and then taking the top of the bottom of your tier down when you could have got it someone in a higher tier. In different I, I certainly would want one of those top six forwards. They're so far ahead yes. of the others. And one thing we didn't mention on the Collingwood Hawthorne game is Dylan Moore didn't get any midfield time, but he slayed it. Like he's just playing the high half four. He just finds the pill. And I sort of said, um, put a comment out there. I'm flagging that Hawthorne are mm. doing two tags, but Dylan Moore will go where he's needed. He just, in general play, he just goes up to the ball. He scored 65 in 55 minutes game time before he put his cue mm. in the rack. I'm the best player in this team. I'll go and have a rest. God. And then uh, just to probably to answer his question, it sounds to me like it's actually a mid and a forward or a forward and a mid in your first two. Yep. And then who knows? I, yeah, I don't, I don't go in set. Like I'll put it like this: I, yeah. I think going mid first is okay because it opens you up to any other position after that. Like in, like I said in my draft yesterday, I went uh, midfield first, Clayton Oliver at pick three, and I'm thinking, well, I'll probably get Dylan Moore uh, at pick eighteen. Dylan Moore went the pick before me. All the forwards were gone, yeah. but Sam Doherty was there. So it's like, well, fuck, I'm not going to pass up. Sam, Sam Doherty. Doherty. Yep. Okay, so I had to take like Butters as my F1 and I sort of threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You but, just be you careful know, there, mate. Just be... Oh, oh you fraud. You absolute fraud <laughs> Yeah, Ben Cunnington's... Ben Cunnington's okay, but you want him as your F2. Oh, your F1. The, 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 it's you know who practice game. Sorry, Cam. Practice game, though, yeah. but I feared for how much North was sharing. They were doing the Hawthorne chair. And and for me, like Ben Cunnington sort of passed the eye test for me. Liam Shields, though. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. You're yeah. right. So, so there you go, Matthew. Yeah, league dependence. So it's a 3 4 one, 3 with 12 teams, very different to a 10 team, 5 7 one, 5 So take those yep. things into consideration. Frio, why has Cam seemingly gone the complete fade on Dan Rich in the latest ranks. And this was this was before the cracky game uh, with the Cats, but my gut feel was he's got some natural regression incoming. He regressed a lot last year because they started to use different outlets, and I think there's just more competition there at the moment as well. So I could only, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I think he might be like a high 70s type operator this year. Uh, any concerns with low marks for Steel, Green and others? We sort of spoke about Steel, I guess. but Yeah, I kind of see it as just plenty of upside for in-season. Not too worried. Uh, and could you start with Jake Bowie as your D5 and accept that you'll need to trade him in a few weeks? I have. Um, yeah, I think he's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Especially like if you... It, Maybe you want to p- pair that with a Lockie Ash or a Wanganine Malira. You know, uh, they're going to get 
Major Van Bam, updates on injuries, players missing from practice, wings, and uh, HBF of teams. We have plenty of CBAs. That's a lot. Yeah, we did all... Man, this pod's too long. My family hates me already. (laughs) (laughs) Steve, who is the best guy at Supercoach? Not me. Probably Jono. Mm. We'll just say Jono. Yeah. He's the most white right wing of all of us. (laughs) Frio, why did Cam sack Doss? Yeah, why did you sack Doss from your pod, Cam? Cam? Man, it's a long story. We'll have to get into it over some... uh... Particle bills at some point. Jesus, that's better than I thought you were going to say craft beers, but that's better. Uh, Chris, strategy for first four picks in 12 team drafts MMFD, FMMD, MMMF, BBBC, FM, FM, BBBBQ. League dependent. So take it, take it to you. know your stocks in forwards and mids fade. But um, as Steve talked about before, be flexible and take the the best option. Always take the best talent. The scoring talent is available in each team you get. General strategy, I'd say, is MFMD for twelve teams. Yeah, yep, that's fair. Ron Mexico, who are you taking with pick three in a three four one three with fourteen teams? We allow pre-draft pick trading. Who would be? Would it be better to trade for the twelfth pick? Oh, shit. Uh, who to take pick three? Uh, Dunkley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who to take pick one? Dunkley. Who to pick, take pick two? Dunkley. Uh, uh, Jaden, Jaden Evans, imagine picking Goulden as your first forward in the Listener League. Yeah. Jaden Evans seems like he's dunking on me now. <laughs> mm. Sam Gillis, I got pick four in a 12-man 3-4-1-3 captain's on league and can't decide... Decide between Toronto and Jack Steele. Please help before I take Sam Flanders in the first round. It's a good. Spot. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I'll it's go Toronto right position. Now. I'd go Toronto. Hundred percent. Well. I took uh, Toronto pick five. Same sort of structure in the traders draft. So, hmm. uh, Ed is Tom Green getting overhyped when you consider he just doesn't really have a fantasy game. If he had as many touches as Gordon did, he would have still barely cracked the ton. Yeah, I don't think he's he's overhyped, but I think he's a better super coach player than he actually is in AFL fence. But still, I think that mark number as well of zero can be improved through the season. So, like, we, we could see him. He's, he's 100 plus bit. this year, so he's a, probably a 15 point upside player. Yeah. But massive in super coach. C. Black. No, that's a salary cap question. I'm on to it. I'm on e. my game. Look at this shit. E. Uh, e, opinions on Shea Bolton at around the F3 range? No. Yeah, hard pass. Robert, thanks for all the great preseason shows. Remember to give those salary cap questions plenty of shape to get through Steve's defences. Mate, <laughs> these are just half follies today. <laughs> half follies. <laughs> If you had pick two in a rookie, baby fears two's going off. If you had pick two in a rookie keeper league, who would you pick after Ashcroft? Uh, Sheasel. Jake, I got Josh Dunkley at pick six in my 12 team draft. Are my league mates idiots and why will I still lose to them? (laughs) (laughs) 
It's a good question. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, man, I never... I shouldn't say never, but, man, people pick who they want to pick. Good for them. Yeah, absolutely. It's a game of fun. You pick the dudes you like. And and, and don't mm-hmm. criticise other people for their picks too because they actually might be right just because you have your bias oh. and your opinion. I, I see that all the time going, oh, they're shit drafters. You just go... Well, wait till the end of the season when Stato holds the cup up again yeah. and go, he's not an idiot after all. The classic one is trades mid-season, isn't it? Yeah. Classic. Oh, you won, you lot. Yeah. You know. Mm. Anyway, yeah. that'll do it. That'll do it. Thank God it's dinner time and my kids are going ballistic. Baby Fizz's birthday next week. Hey! Oh. Turns the seven. Remember, we started the pod before she was born. Yep. Wow. I remember when you were um, basically uh, a bachelor around town. Mate. Just, <laughs> everything was mighty. You were you were living it up at Frankston, um, hitting the bowls club and uh, smashing the beers. Now look at you, going to the yep. golf club and smashing the beers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> little little older, balder and fatter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for hanging with us this preseason, everyone. It's been an absolute blast as always. Uh, remember, if you haven't got that draft kit and you're still drafting, uh, buy it. If you if you have drafted and you didn't buy it, uh, why not why not buy it anyway? Why not just just buy it? Just buy. Of course, men of fantasy footy needs your needs your help. That's what I'm saying, baby fears. You are one step away from begging. <laughs> hey, look with that. <laughs> I'll give you that. Was that guy from The Simpsons? We'll, we'll drop pants for food. We'll um we'll drop pants if you buy the draft kit. <laughs> Jono's up the road doing it for free though. So yeah. Anyway, thanks listeners. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.